Good morning. We continue our Lenten worship of praying with the Psalms on this third Sunday of Lent. And I don't know about you, but for me this was a pretty familiar psalm written in a way that I was not so familiar with. So may God open our ears, minds, and hearts to this ancient song as we pray alongside the psalmist. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they protect me. You set a table before me right in front of my enemies. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full it spills over. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the Lord's house as long as I live. The poetry of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Today we listen to the well-known Psalm 23 that talks about our personal relationship with God through the famous metaphor, the Lord is my shepherd, which summarizes the message of the entire psalm. The psalm is attributed to David, who was a shepherd defending his sheep from the likes of lions and bears before he became the second king of all the tribes of the United Kingdom of ancient Israel and Judah and the founder of the Judean dynasty. So from the moment he was anointed by the prophet Samuel as the future king of Israel, the spirit of the Lord came upon him from that day forward according to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. From that moment, God gave him wisdom, supported him, and led him through many journeys and battles. He had a deep relationship with God. He always prayed to God. He asked God for advice and guidance. When he went astray, he asked for forgiveness. God was always with him, and David, even though he was king, chose to describe this relationship with a very humble metaphor. God is my shepherd. I find this metaphor unusual because in ancient times, a shepherd's work was considered among the lowest of the worst, if not quite the lowest in some communities. So why would David describe his relationship with God in these terms? Shepherd God and sheep David. So I became interested in understanding how the relationship between shepherds and sheep worked in ancient times. I had to do some readings about this because 
this isn't something I could even remotely relate to. I was born and raised in an urban environment, and even though my paternal grandparents owned a farm uh, and had chickens, pigs, rabbits, donkeys, they didn't have any sheep. So uh, try to picture in your mind the role of a shepherd in ancient times. Shepherds took tender care of the sheep in their charge. They kept the flock intact, protected it from predators by sheltering it in a cave, building fences of tangled thorn bushes, and even sleeping with the sheep whenever the weather permitted it. They ensured the sheep had food at all times, either by leading them to green pastures or by feeding the animals themselves in late autumn and winter. They ensured the sheep had access to pools of water. A shepherd had a rod, which was a two to four feet club and was very useful for protection. And also they had a five or six feet long staff used as a walking stick or for handling the sheep or also for protection. So being a shepherd in those times was really intense work. A shepherd would spend a significant amount of time with the sheep, getting attached to the sheep. At the same time, the sheep would bond closely with their shepherd. They would learn the commands, obey them, and understand what the shepherd wanted. They would develop a deep trust in the shepherd who they allowed to lead them. So David tenderly took care, provided for, and protected his sheep as shepherd and his people as king. But the most personal, individual, deep, intimate connection he had with another living being was in his role of shepherd. So he connected this personal experience to the experience he had in interacting with God. And that's because God took care of him the same way David took care of his flock. God fed him, took care of him, kept him safe, and healed him when he was in exile, guided him, advised him, led him, and gave him wisdom when he was king. There was a bond between him and God. David says, my shepherd, not a shepherd. That's very personal. That's like saying God saw me, cared for me, watched over me. Well, I wonder what this kind of deep relationship with God must feel like, and it, it's hard to picture it. I haven't experienced such a deep connection. I feel like I have a connection with God because there have been many times in my life when I know that God helped me and guided me when I prayed for support. And I'll give you an example in a moment about that. In those moments, the connection felt strong as if, as if a deep peace or joy came over me. But I also have moments when this relationship is just somewhere in the back of my mind. And certainly many moments when I'm focused on the tasks of my daily life and I just don't think about God at all. So it's hard to come up with a metaphor to describe this relationship. I think about God more in maybe parental terms, you know, someone who's always there for me no matter what. 
who helps me and guides me, or maybe like a teacher who's giving me knowledge and energy to put that knowledge to good use. How do I live this relationship in real life, you may ask? I meditate in a solitary space and I pray, although I have to admit that I'm doing it more when I actually need help to solve a problem. I do give thanks to God, though, for the help and for the good and the opportunities I had in my life so far. I try to do good in this world as much as I can. I ask for wisdom. I try to continuously learn about life around me and about the mysteries of the universe. I'm sure there are people for whom the relationship with God is strong and others for whom it's just not. Do you feel like you have a personal relationship with God? How do you define it? How do you live it in your daily life? We live in an urban place, so it's kind of hard to see shepherds around. But what if God is your dog walker, whom you depended on for your dog's daily exercise, which is one of the things you need for your beloved pet? Ever seen how excited the dog gets about the walk? What if God was your home health aide, who would provide you the basic personal care, such as bathing, dressing, or grooming that you need? What if God is your midwife who just helped you deliver your baby? What if God is, and you can continue the sentence with any metaphor, these are considered low jobs, and still they require so much care and tenderness from the provider of the job, and the relationship between the provider and the beneficiary is based on so much trust. Would something like this be an equivalent to your relationship with God? How might one of these metaphors change your perception to God? Well, David had this deep connection with God, not only because he was anointed, he was chosen to be king, but also because he understood many times in his life that he needed a shepherd. Did you have moments in your lives when you needed a shepherd? or maybe a dog walker, a home health aide, or a midwife? When? How did you know that you needed one? How did you realize that you were being cared for by a shepherd? And how did you know that the shepherd was God? I certainly had times when I felt I needed one, especially in low moments of my life, or when I had a problem and I didn't know how to solve it. Moments when I needed guidance, when I didn't know what the right thing to do was. And sometimes it didn't even have to be a big issue, but I still felt that I needed a shepherd. I remember that about four years ago, I wanted to move from my current apartment at that time to a new one. This problem doesn't seem like such a big deal. I mean, it wasn't a life-threatening illness, an earthquake, or some burn-to-the-ground home. But you know, it's, it's this kind of regular stresses in daily life that take their wear and tear on us. These are the storms and the rapids that shepherds help the sheep get through and out of. So coming back to my story. The lease would end during the middle of the summer. And because I didn't want to pay two leases or go through the process of finding someone to sublease my place, 
I was hoping to find a new lease that would start immediately when the other one would end. But I had the surprise to find out that the apartments that I would be interested in based on my criteria, such as location, price, and so on, would be available at the beginning of September, when the academic year would start, which would leave me with one month without a place to live. So I kept looking. I talked to many friends, to many realtors, but I would still have the same problem. I finally found a place that I was really interested in but the lease would again start in September. I was considering the scenario of taking that apartment and was asking myself what to do for a month. Should I stay with a friend? What do I do with all my stuff then, with the furniture? Should I put it in storage? I was feeling actions and frustrated. I felt like I just wasn't able to reach a decision. I wasn't able to find a good solution. All of a sudden, and I can't explain this, but I felt like praying. So for about three days, I took some time to deeply meditate on my own and to pray. In my prayer, I asked God for some guidance on what to do, for some ideas. And I want to emphasize this. I asked God for help to solve the problem by helping me be awake to the opportunities that might come up. On the fourth day, the landlord of the apartment I was interested in called me to ask me if I still wanted the apartment because the current tenant found a job he was strongly interested in and was moving out of Boston sooner than expected. So the apartment, all of a sudden, was available at the moment when I needed it. I was left speechless for a moment. I felt an incredible peace during that call. You might say, oh, come on, that was just a coincidence. Maybe, but it happened too many times in my life when I asked for guidance, for a solution, for help, for understanding, for wisdom, and I received it. And I will tell you another story. More than 10 years ago, when I was in my early days of working in corporate and investment banking, being a financial analyst, I really wanted to make the transition to risk management, which is a much higher position, way better paid, that would have allowed me to finally take decisions on the investments I was making, to negotiate those investments with executive leaders of major corporations, and to get a deeper understanding of how businesses work in an international environment. So I applied internally for a risk management position, and I was lucky to get an interview. The interview was early in the morning. The night before the interview, I was really excited and stressed, and I found it difficult to fall asleep. So I ended up falling asleep late, and in the morning, I couldn't hear the clock ringing, and I overslept. When I woke up, I realized that there was no way to make it on time to the interview. I decided though to get ready as fast as I could, and in the meantime, I was thinking about calling the interviewer with a potential excuse that might sound reasonable for why I would be late, but no reason seemed good enough. All of a sudden, while still getting ready, I decided to just focus and ask God to help me with the situation. I had no idea what the solution might be to avoid making a first bad impression. But I felt at peace while just asking God for help. By the time I finished getting ready, 
I received a phone call from the interviewer who told me that the car he was driving to work broke down unexpectedly and he was stuck on the highway. So he would be late for the interview. He apologized and asked me if we could reschedule the interview for later that day. And of course, this time I was on time to the interview. <laughs> the interview went well and I got a second interview and ultimately the job. So I dare to ask, how many coincidences can one have in a lifetime? How can they be coincidences when I ask for help and just ideas on how to solve the problem are all of a sudden just invading my brain. When all of a sudden I see a path forward, when all of a sudden I'm at peace. So if God was a shepherd, what did God do for David? Well, I would say basically he gave David all that is essential to life. Think about these verses. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive, or he restores my soul, depending on the translation. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, or the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no danger, or I feel no evil, because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they protect me, or they comfort me. So these verses talk about food, water, safety, protection from enemies, comfort, guidance, Indeed, David lacks nothing. How, what did the shepherd do for me? Well, he gave me shelter, and that's no small thing. He gave me a job that put the food on my table and allowed me to do something I was passionate about. What did God do for you as a shepherd? Regardless if we are in despair, we walk through the darkest valley, and we need guidance or direction. Or on the contrary, if we are joyful, happy, or successful, God is with us. We have a relationship with God. But how do you cultivate this relationship? How do you nourish it? When I walk through the darkest valley, I find my relationship to God through meditation and prayer, as I already mentioned. Others may find it useful to, I don't know, think silently or talk to God silently while having a walk or maybe contemplating nature. Different things work for different people because everybody's relationship with God is unique. Just remember that God is with you. What I need to remember is that God is here also in moments of joy and happiness. It's easy to forget to be thankful for all the blessings in my life. So I've decided to make it a habit to spend a few minutes every day with the goal to be thankful and give thanks for everything good that happened that week in my life. Like maybe a good paper that I wrote for school, a hug that I gave to my loved ones, a help I provided to someone in need, a delicious food I ate, and the list can just go on and on and on. When I'm focused on the tasks of daily life, it's easy to forget about the relationship with God. So I've decided to schedule in my calendar a few minutes, this time every other day, to meditate and just think about this relationship. 
So I invite you to think about your own ways in which you can cultivate your relationship with God. Just remember that God is with you. The Lord is your shepherd and you lack nothing. For the words we say out loud, for the words we say in our hearts. Amen.